Hello and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. How is everyone doing? Let's just do a, a quick check-in with the energies. I don't even know what week this is. <laughs> just with everyone in their homes. And I find what people are doing now is um, uh, my neighbors across the street, they, uh, they'll sit on their front step and then they have friends come over and visit and they bring lawn chairs and they sit, you know, at least they're six feet apart and gives them a chance to see everyone. Um, I met a girlfriend. Um, we, uh, we sat, uh, we sat in an open parking lot <laughs> and opened our doors and just had a nice tea and a nice visit. And it was absolutely fantastic. It was Nice to have that connection. We didn't get to have bear hugs and and squish each other like we usually do, but it was still really nice to um, to connect in person. Um, I'm seeing that the uh, the parks are open again. Uh, my favorite park here in Calgary is Bones Park, so I like to get down there a few times a week. Walk by the river. It's just so beautiful, serene and peaceful. And uh, last week they um, they were were not allowing cars into the park, so. I'll, uh, I'll usually do a trip and run out and grab groceries or, you know, if I need cat litter or something, and then I'll swing by and, and get a walk in. Um, but this week they've opened it back up to cars. So more people are out and more people are smiling. I find more people are, are actually making eye contact and smiling, which is nice. I mean, you know, we're kind of all in this together and, and it'll be over when it's over. Um, you know, some positive news was that, uh, you know, Saskatchewan is going to start opening businesses up, um, the first week in May, uh, which is next week, which is, you know, some really good news. They're going to start opening some businesses and, and, uh, and take it slow. And, um, you know, some positive news, um, from that perspective, um, I find I'm not looking at, uh, the numbers hardly at all. Um, I just, uh, you know, there are a couple of different, uh, podcasts that I follow and, you know, I kind of listen into them every couple of days and, you know, keep my eye on what's happening and what's going on. And I continue to send peace and nurturing energy around the planet and to the planet. Um, it's been fascinating to see. I, I absolutely love turtles, love, love, love turtles. And, um, it was really interesting. There was a, a post that I shared on Facebook that the, uh, turtles, there are more of them hatching. Um, I believe it was in Florida, um, because the beaches are vacant. And so they can just go and do their thing. And, you know, pollution is down in big centers and, you know, just different things like that. So I think this is really given us all a reprieve from the crazy hectic lives that we've had. And um, as soon as this this landed in March, the first thing I thought of was, okay, how do I make the most of this? How do I make the best of this? You know, what can I do? What can I create? So I've been creating up like a storm, you know, setting up new, new um, systems in my business. And we've been doing website stuff. And I'm working with my editor on my book and, you know, just really creating a lot, really getting clear about you know, what's really important and, and what are those, when this is done and everything's opened up again, I, I can't wait to see, you know, the people that I love and I can't wait to get back to the gym and get back to kickboxing. And it's really given me an opportunity to look at, you know, where I need to add some more things. And, you know, there was this, this yoga class I've been, <laughs> I've been hemming and hawing about taking and I'm like, well, I'm signing up <laughs> first week. This is done. I'm signing up for that. And there's a painting class I wanted to take. So, hey, I'm going to look at that as well. And so it's just given me an opportunity to really reassess, you know, are things, were, were things working in my world the way they were before? And, and what have I shifted and changed? And, and what 
what possibilities are available to me now and moving into the future. What is it that I, I would really like to create? What is it that I'm, I'm choosing to create as I move forward? So it's, um, you know, it's beautiful weather here in Calgary today. The sun was shining. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. I mean, there are a few now, but it was just for the better part of the day, it was just clear blue skies, robins dancing around in the yard, lots of little chickadees. Like it was just beautiful. And again, you know, neighbors are walking by and acknowledging each other. Um, they've uh, canceled the uh, Calgary Stampede for the first time in a century uh, for this year. And so there were some neighbors that were all decked out in their cowboy attire with their cowboy hats. And they were walking down the street. <laughs> it's like they were having a little mini parade in honor of the Stampede. So, you know, this is, um, this is changing, changing so many different things for, um, for all of us, for all of us. So sending you mountains of love as we continue to transition. Something that um, I love to, uh, to work with uh, in my private practice is uh, the concept of um, the six human needs. Uh, this is something that I learned years ago um, through Tony Robbins, the work that he does. And I find that it... It can be a real game changer if you're willing to look at it and if you're willing to kind of step into the arena with it. The six human needs are certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, connection, growth, and contribution. And what I found is that your top need, the one that is number one for you, it seems to be this... Um, kind of playing in the background, this invisible force that it will shape and mold pretty much everything in your world, how you behave, um, the certain actions that you take, your thoughts. And of these six human needs, we all have all six of them. And we all experience them differently. And so, for example, my top need is love and connection. And so if I'm not filled with people in my world that, that fill that up for me, I just, I feel really, um, it's almost heart sick. Like I have to feel love and connection. I just have to. And my second need is contribution, which isn't a surprise. I have to be contributing. I have to be, you know, connecting with all the different energies that I play with. And I have to be connecting with my students and my clients and the classes I teach and the creations that I am creating in my business. And I have to be, have to be in that energy of contributing somehow, no matter how small or insignificant I think it is, there's always a ripple effect. It's like throwing a pebble in, into the water. There's always a ripple effect. And so knowing that those are my top two, allows me to understand, and we'll get into this a little bit further on in the episode, it allows me to understand what my strengths are and what my, you know, perceived weaknesses, areas for improvement are with each of those and how I interact with the world and how the world around me shifts and changes. And what's really cool is that you can figure out, you know, what your children's you know, top human needs are, what their top two needs are. And you can figure out, you know, your spouse or your partner, or your girlfriend or boyfriend, what their top two needs are. And, and that really does become a game changer when, um, you know, when your partner is open to looking at this, you can really start to look at your relationship from a totally different vantage point. 
you know, you can understand that, you know, for me, love and connection is number one. So that means, you know, spending a lot of quality time together and that's physical touch. And, and that's, you know, a different, different energy than, you know, say, um, growth when someone's really focused on growth and achieving and, and, and so you can kind of learn how you need to balance each other and kind of how to how to support each other as as you shift and change. And it brings a totally different dynamic to the relationship. That's for sure. And to families, you know, you can look at it from from that vantage point as well. You know, you can look at your family and and figure out, you know, what are the two top needs of everyone in the family and how does that work? And and you can really start to pick up when someone that you care about, when their top need isn't being met. Um, you know, you can just, they just don't feel as, they're not as vibrant, they're not as full of life. And what I find is that um, when my, my need for love and connection isn't being met or it isn't fulfilled, it kind of, it kind of bleeds out into every aspect of my world. It's like, it's just sort of, oh, just nothing seems as sparkly or happy. Whereas when I'm feeling love and connection with that special person in my life, and then they're just, that energy is just lighting me up. Like it just sets everything else on fire. It just, just really ignites that passion in me to just really create and be the best version of me that I can be. And so learning your number one need and how it shapes your behavior you can then start to learn how to create new patterns. You can start to understand kind of why you do the things you do <laughs> and why you kind of tick the way you tick without judgment. Like we can kind of look at it from that perspective where it's like, ah, it's like this big aha moment, this light bulb moment for me. It was just like, that's what that is. If I don't feel that love and connection in my world from that special person, then I don't feel as creative. I don't have that life force energy that's flying through me. Whereas when I have that, when I feel that connection with him and, you know, we're making eye contact and, you know, we have physical touch. It just, it, the energy lights me on fire. And then it just sort of spreads out into everything I do. And so understanding that I need to make sure that that's met and I need to make sure that I'm making that a priority in my world to be able to have that energy and so when you do figure out your number one need, uh, you can start to look at, you know, maybe where you're not having that met. You can start to look at new patterns, new behaviors. And what I find, which is so fascinating, is that when you start to look at this, that it'll start to unlock these, this hidden potential. It starts to bring you more meaningful, lasting fulfillment. And that is... From my perspective, there, there isn't a price you can put on that. I mean, that is, you know, it's just like unleashing the best version of us and how we value these needs and in what order we value them, that determines the direction of our life. And so once we have a greater understanding as to what these needs are, we can start to look at which one is our number one and then which one is our number two. And in client sessions, I work with clients individually. We do a power session where we go through and I have a questionnaire that you'll fill out and we'll determine your top two. And then we'll give you a snippet of what that looks like, you know, what your beliefs are, what your character, um, your character, focus, energy, health, what you avoid. We start to give you different tools about um, 
your growth and your balance and how your, your communication style, when you get stressed, what that looks like. And it gives you a blueprint to move forward with your world. And it's really, really quite profound, the changes that I've seen in myself and in the people that I care about and, and with my clients. When we have a greater understanding as to why we do the things we do without judging, without making ourselves wrong, then we are open to more possibilities as to, okay, what makes us tick? And not feel bad that that's what we require, that's what we need, or that's what fills us up. Just honoring that and finding ways to fill it up and keep filling it up and keep filling it up. And it just, whatever you focus on will expand. And so it's very important to really focus on things that are working in our world. You know, we're all, we all fall into this. If we start to focus on things that aren't working, within five minutes, we'll find 20 more. And then our ego will jump in and go, yeah, remember this, this, this didn't work out. No, remember that. And then we get anxious and we get worried. And oh my gosh, we just, this plethora of crazy <laughs> starts to percolate in our world. And so it's very important to really focus on what it is that you'd like to create. I call it your end game. You know, I have my, uh, on one of my vision boards, I have my end games. I have pictures for each one of them and I connect in energetically and that's my end game. That's what I'm striving toward. That's what I'm looking to create in my world. And, you know, when things get hard and difficult, I'm still focused on that end game. You know, there might be bumps in the road, but then having an understanding of what my human needs are helps me to co-create what I'd really like in my world. So the value of understanding this is so, so huge. So the first need is certainty. So if this is your first need, you focus on stability, on habitual routines, and on preparing and saving for the future. And you prefer work that is stable, easy, instead of work that is challenging and stretches your limitations. You put your energy into organizing, secure and comfortable environment, and you're focused inwardly on evaluating your level of comfort versus discomfort. And you like to take care of yourself, your need for comfort may lead you to overeating or drinking. You tend to avoid new people, new experiences. You may avoid relationships where there isn't a full commitment. And you tend to avoid threats or hazards. And you fear not being in control. And so that's what that looks like. And, you know, for certainty, we can look at your strengths. You know, you're organized, you're reliable, you're dependable. You can create a home and work environment that is pleasing, where people can feel comfortable. Your emotions, you know, you worry a great deal about the future. You're very sensitive to danger and experience fear easily. And sometimes you envy people who have more money or a larger income. And so that's a snippet of what certainty looks like. And the next, the next human need we're going to take a peek at is growth. And so with growth, your focus is on learning, studying, developing, expanding, being the best that you possibly can be. So this is someone who, if you've just finished running a marathon, you're already starting to train for the next one. When's the next one? Can I beat that time? You conserve your energy and you focus from feelings in order to learn everything there is to be learned. You're self-contained and you set careful limits to protect your time and your privacy. And if your need for growth is tied to developing physically, you'll do whatever it is just necessary to stay healthy and fit. And you tend to 
uh, do anything to avoid feeling inadequate or drained. You avoid demands, intrusions on privacy that allows you to focus on your own personal growth. So personal growth in whatever form that looks like, whether it's in your business, your health, whatever that is, that's your number one priority. You're very respectful of others. You're thoughtful, you're calm, you're dependent, dependable. And you think that, you like to think that you're a model of self-improvement for others. So you are an inspiration for other people to step up and, and perhaps push themselves more. You're careful when you express your emotions, but you can have outbursts of temper when you feel intruded upon. Again, growth is number one for you. Our next human need is contribution. And this has a focus on the world, a cause, how to help others, how to contribute. The energy is energetic and focused outwardly to the point that you could probably exhaust yourself. I know I've done that before where I've, I've put the focus on how's everybody else doing and giving and giving and giving and giving, and then I would deplete myself and become exhausted and then hateful. <laughs> so I've learned not to do that. With your health, you like to stay healthy, but your need to contribute may drive you to neglect yourself and your health. I've run into this too. You know, if I'm worried about someone, I'll put my stuff on hold to make sure they're okay. Um, you know, I've put the needs of others before myself, oh, a bazillion times. And what I've learned is my health is my number one priority. So, you know, when the gyms are open again, I'm back training five, six days a week. I'm, you know, I've got a juicer so I can juice at home. Uh, you know, I'm doing workouts at home, you know, pretty much every day of the week, I'm doing some sort of workout, you know, I've, I've got up to one minute plank, and I'm doing full body pushups now. So very exciting. So for me, the health piece, I've really had to tweak that. I tend to avoid being weak, dependent and powerless. Oh, if somebody calls me weak, or needy, I just, oh, it's like, I just, I, I can get a little feisty. It's like, no, I'm not. Don't call me that. <laughs> I don't want to lose the respect of the people I care about. That's true. Strengths. I'm brave, persistent, generous, and assertive. And the emotions, if you have contribution as your one of your top human needs, is you're enthusiastic and outgoing, but you can become angry and confrontational. So that's that piece there. I need to be very aware that when someone is trying to control me um, or if people are deceitful around me that really that really gets me and our next human need is love and connection and love and connection is again when I feel this when this is flowing for me oh I am just so ready to take on the world I really I really am and the energy is, is focused on understanding others and meeting their needs. Um, liking, like to feel that I can help and I'm proud of being able to do so. Uh, need people's approval and acceptance. Have high energy when it comes to giving. And crave romantic love. Oh, yes. Health. I may be so focused on caring for others, I may neglect my own health. I've run into both of these. So with contribution, it's the same thing. It's, you know, being so focused on out the out the outer world that I've put my needs secondary or, or third or fourth or not even on the list. And I've done this my whole life. You know, I've done this with with friends, with family, um, you know, with significant others, 
um, you know, I've done this my whole life or I've neglected my own health to make sure everybody else was taken care of. And it's interesting because in this last year, I've, I've reversed that and where I really focused on that. You know, I am the priority. It's like the airplane analogy. If there's turbulence, you put your mask on first before you're trying to help other people. And so I've learned that I'm the number one priority in my life. No one else takes that spot. I'm the number one priority and then everybody else adds to my world. And let's see what we avoid. I will do almost anything to avoid feeling dispensable. Yes, I avoid disappointing others and feeling unappreciated. It's hard for me to tolerate rejection. Yeah, I can relate with all of that. Strengths, generous, sensitive, supportive, helpful, relate well to people of all ages and all walks of life. I'm a good companion and listener. I give good advice. I give freely of my time, energy, and material possessions. I empathize with suffering. I have emotional depth. Oh, any sort of suffering or abuse? Oh, I just, wow. I just feel it like it's it, like they're part of my world. It's just, oh, communication style, focus on others, friendly and open, uh, express yourself well, quick to give advice, supportive. Words that I frequently use are togetherness, passion, unity, warmth, uh, tenderness and desire. Sometimes people experience me as emotionally intense. Yes. <laughs> experience that as well. <laughs> and so if love and connection is one of your top two human needs, you could you know, worry a great deal about others. You can easily attribute blame to yourself or others. Sometimes you experience resentment and have angry outbursts when you don't feel appreciated or you're treated inconsiderately. And when you're away from those you love, you feel pain and you miss them. And you often feel possessive about those you love feel deeply idealistic, long for what is missing in your life, and you can be very emotional and sink into depression. I've experienced all of those. And the cool thing is that when we've gone through, when I've gone through the assessments on my own, it's given me an opportunity to look at, you know, some of those little tender spots that maybe I need a little bit more work with. And it's given me a chance to really focus on, you know, what my strengths are and how I interact with the world around me. And, you know, if we take it a step further, we can look at the belief patterning that, that underlies all of these human needs. And when we tweak everything, it just is a complete game changer for your entire world. Our next human need is significance. You focus on what to do to appear special, different, or important. You'll do almost anything to, pres to preserve your uniqueness. You focus on playing the part of someone very special. You need to feel proud of yourself. You have high standards and you live by them. You evaluate yourself as compared to others. You need to be heard and sometimes means being obeyed. Your energy, you're constantly asking yourself whether people respect you and admire you. It's very important for you. Uh, you're watchful to correct any signs of lack of respect. You need to feel that you make a difference in any situation. You need to feel that you're disciplined, you're competitive, and you can be a perfectionist. If your sense of significance is tied to your appearance, endurance, and strength, you'll do whatever it takes to feel, stay fit and healthy. You may even injure yourself by overdoing it while exercising or practicing a sport. You tend to avoid people who don't admire you or treat you with respect. You avoid situations where you can't feel that you're very important. You can't tolerate any sort of rejection. Well, I mean, who can really? I've met a few people over the years that can, they just don't care. It's like, pfft, whatever. 
that's your opinion, whatever. And it's like, oh, I would like some of that. You will do anything to avoid being overshadowed by others and you hate losing face, your strengths, you work hard, you strive to deserve the respect and admiration you crave. You're willing to take responsibility to the point of self-sacrifice. You are relentless in accomplishing your goals. You're a leader. You stand up for what you believe in. You're not afraid of risk or confrontation. Significance, your emotions. You like to feel excited, thrilled, exuberant, joyful, adventurous, and you'll do everything possible to avoid boredom. And your ability to experience a broad range of emotions makes it easier for you to feel empathy towards others. And you know that you can experience what they are experiencing. And our last need is uncertainty. And so if you have uncertainty as your number one need, you focus on seeking excitement and change. Your focus is on what is new and interesting or challenging. While involved in an adventure, you're planning the next one. I like suspense and exertion. Your energy is energetic and you need to focus on several projects. You're focused outwardly on what there is to do next. Whether you are a spectator or an active participant, you constantly seek stimulations and entertainment. You stay fit in order to be involved in all the activities that interest you. And what you avoid is a life of habits and routines. You don't like to be involved in relationships that restrict you from new challenges and experiences, and you avoid boredom. Your emotions, you like to feel excited, thrilled, exuberant, joyful, adventurous, and you do everything possible to avoid boredom. Your ability to experience a broad range of emotions makes it easy for you to feel empathy towards others. And you know, it's really quite fascinating because when we really start to kind of unravel what makes us tick, again, it just becomes a game changer for us. And if you're like me, you can recognize other people. As we were reading through the list, I'm sure that you could pick out, ah, <laughs> that's what's going on with that person. You know, and not to make them wrong, there are lots of people in my world that, um, that you know, their number one gift is, their number one uh, need is uncertainty. And so, yeah, I have a couple of friends that it's, everything needs to be uncertain. Um, you know, I'm like, okay, where are we going for dinner? What time? What should I wear? Let's go. Who's driving? Like, I like to have a list. Whereas a couple, I have a couple of girlfriends that are like, meh, let's just pick somewhere, whatever. <laughs> and they just, let's try this new place. It's just kind of off the beaten path, which is totally cool for someone like me. <laughs> I like a little more certainty in my world. And so I'm sure that you can start to understand that um, you know, there are different aspects to each of these different beliefs. And so we have, of the six, four of these needs are kind of running behind the scenes as our, our blueprint, if you will, that um, these needs will determine the direction of our life. And we can start to play with those and kind of figure out where they're, where we're getting those needs met to maybe where we need to adjust some things. And the other two, the last two out of the six for all of us, those are what we work on spiritually. Those are where, uh, those are needs that um, we are working on in this, in this lifetime to enhance or master or polish. That's part of our soul's evolution. And so we all have all six of them. And so it's very, very powerful when we go through and understand 
all six of them understand our top two. And so we will go through your beliefs, how these beliefs will serve you, uh, maybe the principles that you've lost sight of and the consequences of losing sight of those principles. Again, we'll go through your character that we just covered. We'll look at your strengths, your communication style, your stress. I find this so fascinating. I find that you really, you really see someone for who they really are, what their main human need is, their number one human need based on how they handle stress. And so it's really interesting. I found it time and time again. It's, um, you know, if someone handles stress, if they withdraw, if they get feisty, if they start blaming people, if they just totally lose their mind, it's all, it all comes back to these six human needs. So we'll look at your defensiveness, again, your emotions. We'll look at your goals. Like, what are your goals? You know, what is it that you, you need to create more of in your world? You know, and what is it that interferes with your goals? And how can others support you in your goals? And so it's really quite fascinating. When I work through this with clients, um, there's a questionnaire that I have you fill out. And so you'll understand what your two top needs are. And then we can give you more of an outline as to how those two do needs work together and how that's formulating in your world. And then we can take a snippet of the remaining four and start to look at, are they being met? Is there a gaping hole somewhere? Is there a void somewhere in your world that if we start to look at replenishing that, they'll bring you instant, instant relief and you'll start to feel like everything is flowing again. And when we look at evaluating your needs, we look at, you know, do you currently meet these needs? Which area of need are you currently struggling with the most? In what way do you feel like your need is not being met? And again, this doesn't come down to blame. I find, um, you know, myself included, I've been there too, where I will blame other people. Well, this is happening because he did that. Well, well sometimes that, that, that occurs. You know, sometimes someone isn't consistent or they're not, um, they're not showing up the way that um, we'd like them to. You know, sure, some people drop the ball from time to time, but it's very important not to blame and just sort of look at, okay, cool, what is this here to show me? You know, in what way is a me, you know, a need not being met? You know, and do you believe it's necessary for your needs to be met? If you don't think that your needs should be met, then life is just going to continue happening to you instead of for you. And when you have an understanding of your human needs, you'll start to see that life is happening for you. It, life is a reflection of maybe where those needs are not being met. I had some relationships in my world over the last couple of years that I, in my, from my perspective, I believed that they were nurturing my love and connection, but it actually turned out that they weren't. And so when I was able to go in and kind of tweak that and fine tune it, I said, okay, you know what? I don't need these relationships in my world anymore. They're not adding to my world. And if they're not adding to my world, I'm not adding to their world. Because if they're just in a relationship with me based on what I can give them, that isn't reciprocal. That isn't a contribution for both of us. That isn't going to create more. That's just going to create hurt and, and maybe resentment and, and just feeling like, you know, you're less than or that you're, you're only required because of what you can offer people. I've been invited to so many lunches and dinners and parties because I'm psychic. And people think, oh, Shauna's coming. I'm just going to ask you this one question. Oh, I just have this one question. And the text messages, and oh my gosh. And it was so funny because I used to think that that was feeding my sense of contribution. 
but it actually wasn't because I wasn't valuing my time and I wasn't able to say no at the time. Whereas now I can't, now I can tell people, you know what, I want you to have the best experience and I want you to get all the information that you're looking for. So book in, book a session and I am a clear divine channel, not plugged into my writing projects, not plugged into my home life and the people I love and I can be on for you and give you what you require. And so it's really interesting because understanding how that connection, how all of my needs work in my world. And again, they work differently for everyone. And then they crisscross and work differently for everyone. Like your top two needs might be uncertainty and growth, right? And so that's going to be a whole different ball game for you. And so it really gives you a chance to understand what makes you tick, what makes you work the way you do, what makes you strive for things, and then we can start to adjust that. And, you know, we can look at how you can meet these needs in a way that will help you to truly be fulfilled. And again, these are basic human needs. That if they are not being met, if your number one need is not being met, then that's going to cause a ripple effect throughout your whole life, your business, your work, your relationships, your relationship with yourself. It will just impact everything. And so again, we start with figuring out your number one human need, and then we start to dissect it a little bit. Is it being met? You know, what, what, what's working with that and what isn't? And what is the game plan we need to come up with to make sure that that's being met? Because I guarantee you, and I know this firsthand, that when your number one need is being met, you feel unstoppable. You feel like you can take on the world. Your mojo is lit and your muchness is probably going to make a lot of people sick. And that's okay. You can give them an invitation to step in and learn what you've learned and what you've started to experience. Right? It gives you that greater potential to be the invitation to other people. You know, I've had people over the years say, oh, Shauna, she's almost so happy. And oh God, like what's her problem? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm choosing to be happy. You're choosing to not. So it really comes down to choice. And so if this is of interest to you, I invite you to book in for a session with me where I will take you through a questionnaire. We will figure out your top two needs and we'll come up with a game plan moving forward. We'll give you uh, specific action steps as to how to get those needs met. If we need to start with your first need and that's all we have time for, that's totally fine as well. I work with clients who have that, um, that criteria that they want to figure out their number one need. And then we start to figure out how we're going to get that met and what kind of game plan we're going to come up with to make sure that that's being fed. And then we can start looking at number two and number three and so forth and so on. And so if that interests you, you can head over to my website, livealifeyoulove.org, and you can get booked in or send me an email, shauna at livealifeyoulove.org. Send me an email if you have more questions. And I always love your feedback. And I love all the emails. And um, I, love, uh, I love knowing how you guys are doing. Um, I am sending mountains and mountains of love to each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful that you joined me. And I'd love to hear about your journey and, and how things are shifting and changing in your world. I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now.